Valérie, just pray for us, really. Uh, I need a bit of prayer right now. So, Father, we just uh, thank you again uh, just for the worship. We thank you for Patrick. We honour Patrick. Oh, that might kick back. I think put it below. I think, a bit too close. Yeah, maybe it's by the chair. It's fine. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Um, we just thank you uh, just for the worship team. Um, we thank you for them just giving the time to practice and uh, just bring us into your presence this morning, Father. We thank you just pushing through. Uh, and just in the back of Patrick's word as well, I just really sense coming in before I ride the floor. Gosh, there's not going to be many people this morning. It's raining. It's tough enough getting here in a car, never mind walking in the rain. And uh, I just honour, God, just the people that have pushed through and just come this morning. Uh, I just pray to come and uh, just meet us this morning. We love this topic of honour, honouring you, Father, honouring each other, honouring ourselves. Lord, I pray just even the words, uh, although it's been sort of forced upon everyone this morning to sort of walk around and do that, I just pray that that would be part of our culture as we go forward. I pray that we'll just be a church of, of, of just encouragement uh, and, and honour, and known as a church of honour, and known as a church of honour in the way that it is in the kingdom, not falsely, not sort of lifting one person and no one else, not sort of putting people on a pedestal for the sake of it, but authentic relationships that challenge yet encourage each other uh, to be all that you've called us to be, Father. I thank you that each and every one of us, you've got a plan for our lives, Father, and it's bigger than we'd ever imagine. I'm sure of that. And I, I just pray that our journeys here at Caris and Lebeau will just be some of the most treasured memories of our lives, Father God. And the things we learn here and the experiences of just being in your presence and uh, just experiencing your kingdom and just seeing people set free, Father God, and just getting rid of shame. Father, we just rebuke the spirit of shame in our church. Father, we, 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 any, anything that's hidden in any of our lives, I pray that that will come to light through friendships and through good relationships and uh, there'll be freedom for us all, Father, that we truly walk into the people you've called us to be, Father God. So do more than we even dream, we pray. And I pray this morning as we sort of just uh, finish off on honour and, and focus on it for, for this Sunday, we just pray that uh, you will teach us what it is and even just by your grace. Just use the words that I share, Father, to, to just encourage and challenge each of us. Amen. Amen. Right. Okay. Let's go for it. Right, so. Great. Testing. Should I sing a song? No, I don't. 
Terry has a front seat. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's authenticity. Not on that. That's very true. I can't see you. So, we're back to authenticity next week, which is uh, looking forward to. Um, and then we're going to have uh, Kimberly, and then we've got another guest speaker, um, and then we're going to meet the goals. Now, goals always make me feel. But they're very exciting. Yeah, very exciting. If I turn the person next to you, and just say, these goals will be very exciting. <laughs> these goals will be exciting. Great. And we've got some great speakers. We've got Alistair speaking into that. We've got Philippa, um, who uh, is, is also going to talk about leadership. Uh, all these various things we'll be chatting about. And uh, it will be really good. Okay? So, we're going to go really fast through these slides. Another. So, if you remember, it's to transform to bring God's kingdom. We'll jump over that. We've done that many times. We'll jump, we'll jump, we'll jump. We'll keep on going. Just carry on from the presentation last week, okay? We'll keep going, Jimmy, thanks. Okay. Um, keep going, it's fine, we'll jump those. Jump. Okay. Right. Pause there. Go back on. If you remember, some highlight from last week as well. Remember, we really um, stressed uh, to each other that what we're going after is it's the identity that we're after. Yeah, it's not the law. So we can put these laws, I've got to live a life like this. This is a, this is a life of honour. This is the life of a good Christian. Yet we fail if we're constantly legalistic and just bashing the law on each other's heads. Yeah, we are all for short, all of us. I'd, I'd hate to, even Monica, who's, who's one of my uh, people that inspire me in her faith, even Monica has bad days. She does shout and scream at the voters and all the rest of it. She's not perfect, she's amazing. Okay, so none of us are perfect. Okay, only Christ is perfect. And so. We're not going after performance for our identity, we're working from identity. And I'm, I, like I said, I'm sorry if I keep sounding like a, like a broken record, but I just want us to get it into our hearts, yeah? Got to know who you are. So even now, so close your eyes right now, so I'm going to practice this, okay? Close your eyes. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen. Right now, heaven is singing over you. God is incredibly proud of you. He loves you. He cherishes you. He died for you. He'll do anything for you. You are highly, highly valued in the kingdom of God, and you always will be. Just keep your eyes shut, just ponder on that. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Right, open your eyes. We've got to do that again and again, guys. You know, and I find this as life gets busy, my, my job is very, very busy. It's 24-7. I get Emails, phone calls every day, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, constant. And I have to really protect my time and make sure that I honour my family, uh, honour my relationship with God and make time for Him and to know who I am and, and live my life from identity. I, I hope that resonates. Mm. Yeah? Give a thumbs up if that resonates just like that. Yeah. Brilliant. Amen. Okay. At least a call for the church. That's encouraging. <laughs> All right. Um, so, if you remember as well, and again, I'm going to go quickly through these. Let's jump on, Jimmy. Thanks. Right, so, can't be afraid of repetition, especially around culture. Let's keep going. All right. Uh, and the end is, we're going for cultural transformation. So, we, we will be pausing at certain points in the months and years ahead and thinking, how are we doing on this journey? We're not just going to go through this whole thing for the sake of going through it. We are going to make this happen by the grace of God. And it's going to require all of us, from the youngest child, okay? to the oldest person, all right? Um, 
And remember as well, I said last week very quickly, so they may not love our God, but they will love our values. And we have seen this, and I, I say all the time, I, I have to be honest, I, I'm heartbroken with um, the lack of people I've seen come to faith through my life and the places I've been. And even for us at Cassio, we, we, we saw a lot of growth going to Marmay, and I'm, I feel no doubt this church is going to grow. All right? But my question is, when people come in, are they just coming in from other churches? Or are they coming in because they've never known Christ and they're coming to know Christ? Does that make sense? And I'm especially heartbroken, particularly in my uh, world of international schools. It's a very hard place to be a Christian at times. And people are very um, stuck in their ways and very anti-Christian. They've had very bad experiences, especially my American friends. And um, it's really hard. But one thing I've noticed um, over the years is that when Beth and I, when we live our lives well and we do family well, and we, and we just, just live life with love on, loving everyone that comes across our paths. Um, it has a profound impact on our lives. The culture we live out, when we do it well, speaks volumes. And I only really notice it often when I leave a country. <laughs> uh, so I hope it doesn't require us to leave Uganda. But when we leave, when we left Zimbabwe, I remember, I remember many friends just came up and just said, look, Rory Beth, you know, we love you, we value you. The stuff that you share and the lives that you've lived, it's impacted us for the rest of our lives. And they would have never told me if we were leaving the country. <laughs> they just don't tell you that. But people are watching you very closely, more than you think. And if you're a parent, you know this well. You know, the kids, you see their behaviour, you know, Ruben like bashes his hand on the table, he's like angry, he's like, oh, Ruben, that's not acceptable. You do that, Dad. <laughs> so like, oh, okay, I've modelled bad behaviour. All right, so I want it to be my, my, my dream for us as a church and for our lives individually is that people, when they come in touch with KICLR, uh, members of the congregation, that they said there's something quite remarkable about this individual and about this group of people. Mm-hmm. And I've not seen church model that way. I've not seen Christianity that way. Yeah. And I, to, um, to share a quick funny story before I actually have told to make sure we get through one or two. I was at the end of last year, I was just walking down the corridors at ISC, and I might have shared this story, but it's just one I always remember. We've got a real character at school. I won't mention his name, we've got eight um, ISC members here. Um, but he's a real character and uh, really fun. And um, he comes towards me swearing at me, not in a horrible way, but he's like, I won't even say it, left and right. And I go, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but um, he's got a real wicked sense of humor. I said, okay, well, what's the option today? Um, and he's basically saying, I can't, I, I just use the phrase, I can't effing believe it, I can't effing this, I can't effing that, I can't effing believe you're an effing Christian. I thought, that's bad at first, because I just modelled it really badly. And he was like, um, you know, no one told me you're an effing, like, minister involved in ministry. If, if I had known effing someone like you when I was effing young, I think I would be an effing Christian. I took that as quite a nice compliment. I was like, oh, okay, we're doing something wrong. Now, the way I articulated it was just very genuine, not, a, you know, not used to that language in church, are we? But it was just very genuine. I was going to talk to her, I thought, okay. That's encouraging in a funny sort of way. Yeah? They're watching our lives. And I think one of the reasons why this person was so impacted is that he's just seen such judgmental, self-righteous Christians in his life. And to just see someone that's just normal, whatever that means, okay, and not react, I often don't react, he's very prov- provocative in his conversations whenever I'm having lunch and stuff. I just tend to ignore the ones, the battles that don't need to be fought. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm just thinking, how do I, how can I love this person well? 
And by God's grace, you'd be surprised who brings them to the kingdom. Mm. And so, can I challenge us as a church as well? Is live your lives well, live by the grace of God, know that everyone's watching, yeah, and not expect something heavy on us. But also, how can we bring them into the kingdom of God? And I think when they come into the church in the months and years ahead, they will see something different when we're doing garage or barbecues or just the, the things, the missional communities that we're going to. When we do those, like coffee houses and painting and running and whatever we, we, the dreams that we have in our hearts, um, I want to be into those spheres of that and, and just brought into the kingdom of God to see something really different. Okay. Right, let's bash on really quickly, Jimmy. Okay, we'll go over to culture of honour, which I want. Alright, so honour means to recognise value, acknowledge worth, and to act accordingly. Let me go quickly through the ones we've done before. Alright, and I mentioned because Prince Philip's um, funeral, we talked about the whole British army turning up for that. Um, there they were. Um, and then we talked about who do we honour? So straight forward. And Revelation 4.11 says, Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honour. Let me say one more time. It's actually key. Back, sorry, Jimmy, back one. So let's go back one. Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honour. Got to start, God. Yeah, all starts from God. Okay, let's jump on. I praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. We said that many times. But pause there. See the selfie top right? It's not the best thing. <laughs> now, thankfully, Uganda is quite spare from this. But isn't it amazing? If you've travelled the world, this is quite a culture now. Yeah? Wherever you go, when we lived in Ukraine, it's, it's so funny. We were, we were fortunate to go skiing because it's very cheap in Ukraine. Um, because there's no health and safety or anything like that. We just jump on it. <laughs> but we <laughs> We were swimming in this place where you could swim outside by the snow. It was like a heated pool type thing. And um, this, this Ukrainian, Ukraine has got more people taking selfies than any country I've come across. And uh, sure enough, this lady jumped out in a bikini. Um, it's minus like 15 degrees Celsius outside. There's snow and ice all around her. But of course, she's got to get her selfie out there because it's very important to go. And it's just a very driven to So I'm not talking about that, okay? Um, we are valued and the rest of it, but we want to be seen, don't we? People want to be seen. That's why they're on the social media. That's why they're watching how many clicks they get and how many likes and they're hashtagging left, right, and centre. And sadly, you will see this in the years to come when you go and As more people get smartphones, uh, I call them dumb phones really, but you're going to see more people doing this all the time. And the most crazy, and in England, we have them killing themselves sometimes because they're sort of hanging off the edge of buildings. It gets quite crazy. Anyway, that's completely nothing to help us all. Right, Andre, let's go forward. Okay, so we don't honour parents. So I remember it was at Exodus 20, uh, 12, honour your father and mother. And this is a tough one if you have difficult parents. You know? You've got to honour them. And I want to encourage you, when I was younger, my father was a difficult man, very angry. I struggled to honour him. But God challenged me in my early 20s to honour my father. And not to try and look for the love. I obviously want him to love me, but just to give my love to him and expect nothing in return. And what it did is it sort of cracked this hard exterior of my father, and over time, it was a very painful journey, but over time, he started to express his love back for me. Now, I had to go into it not expecting that, all right? But I challenge you, no matter how amazing or terrible your parents have been, or if they're not with us anymore, how they were, you've got to honour them, okay? Because God, it's scripture, it says God will give you long life if you honour your parents, okay? It's a kingdom principle that cannot be bent. So if you can't do that, again, I challenge you in your small groups and fellowship and friendship, work through that journey, get to a place where you can forgive them if you need to, and honour them. Okay? Right, let's go forward. 
Okay. 1 Elders, 1 Timothy 5.12. Elders, worthy of double honour. Thankfully, we don't call ourselves elders in this church, so you don't have to honour us. (laughs) (laughs) Honour people in leadership. And this is a challenging one because there's different styles of faith, isn't it? You can see some of them, if you recognise some of those faces, there's sort of high church, there's low church, there's left church, right church, um, charismatic, reformed. God's taught me not to judge anyone. I've got no right to judge this church. It's not my place. God will judge who is going to judge it. Um, so be careful not to do that. But just honour people in leadership. Now obviously, if some people, there are some very odd bits of theology out there. So obviously use wisdom. But we've got to honour people in any form of leadership. Okay, next one. Employers. That's quite a trendy, that's like a trendy Uganda, I thought. Um, don't know if anyone knows it. 1 Timothy 6, 1, slaves on your masters, not the best verse, but basically what it's trying to say again is the person that you work for is a slave, unfortunately in those days the world didn't get paid, they were contracted for life, so Jesus just didn't destroy that, he just said that even in that difficult place, honour those people, yeah, so honour your employer, even when it's tough, just honour them. Okay, next one, thanks Jimmy. Okay, honour the emperor. Um, <laughs> good verse, here. I don't remember one page two, and I said last time about how the emperor at the time was horrific, but he challenged to honour them, honour the position of leadership. Same in America with Trump. This is, you can imagine what it was like with Trump in America. My wife doesn't particularly find Trump that easy. And, but many times I challenged her, I was like, right, I know you don't like what he's doing, I know you don't like the way he's speaking, but you've got to honour the position of leadership. Does that make sense? You can still challenge, there's still things you don't agree with. And, and Beth is, and one thing for compliments, and what I love about her is she is very thoughtful. If you're a follower on Facebook, she wrote thousands of posts. I lost her for a year <laughs> to, to Facebook updates because she was honouring um, the leadership quite well in a sense. At times we had these private conversations where we did challenge each other, but she, she did really honour him in many ways. And honour a lot of her family is mixed right across the spectrum of Republican to Democrat. So as soon as Beth writes anything, Albeit even slightly challenging about whoever's president, so you'll either get the left or the right leaping on the back of it, especially Republicans, and screaming at her through Facebook. So much so we have to block a few of the family, <laughs> just to protect. Um, but God, at the same time, He is God. He raises kingdoms and presidents, and He brings them down. Yeah, at the right time. And I can say this as a, as a half Zimbabwean, or woman Zimbabwean, I thought Mugabe would never die. <laughs> he was there forever. In the right time, God removed Mugabe from leadership. Yeah, and he's moved to the next government. All right? Um, and I'm not saying from the assembly he has to be removed, and that's not what I'm saying in the slightest. We need to honour who is in charge. Yeah? So look at the good in him. He's, he's got some good stuff in him as well. So let's honour him. Okay. Um, older people, uh, Leviticus 1932. You shall stand up before the great head and honour the face of the old man. And I think in Uganda you still have this, but in the UK the problem is we don't honour old people that well. I'm not great at that. Um, but honour um, the, the old people around us. So let's make sure we really honour Alistair really well. Yeah. He hasn't quite got great. He's got some grey hair on the left hand side and that looks easy. <laughs> but honour people that are older than us. Yeah. Okay, next one. Um, honour window. uh, windows. Yeah, honour windows. Honour the windows. Have a look at the window. Let's honour that window. No, honour windows. <laughs> okay. So, um, widows, but they're not female. Yeah. So, you can see the direction I'm going. Basically, I need to honour everyone. Yeah, next one. Uh, this is a great one. Honey, what's that password? Our anniversary date. 
She did this on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> 1 Peter 3 7. So basically, you can't get the part. If you, if you know you're outside, it's night time. He doesn't know the anniversary date. I got it engraved in my wedding ring so that I could never make that mistake. So that's a secret. If you've got married yet, it's a good trip. But I wouldn't forget. 19th of April, don't worry. Right, 1 Peter 3 7. Husbands, money, or wives. This is a really good one because in most cultures, um, if it ever goes wrong, it always seems to go wrong. Husbands don't honor their wives. Yeah? And I have to admit, thinking of, of different religions and cultures and the rest, the, one, the thing is about Islam which drives me a little bit crazy. One thing that, that always riles me is how men have to walk in front of their wives. And the wives are always 10 meters behind their husbands. It's just wrong. It's just not kingdom. Does that make sense? Yeah? So, honor them. So, husbands in here, and future husbands, love and honor your wives. It does go both ways, but I just think in particular, husbands are not brilliant at that. Right, next one. Thanks, Jimmy. Okay, marriage. Um, that marriage with power of honor. I want to read the whole thing. Let's honor the, the marriages in our church. Right? Marriage is not easy at times. It's amazing. It's the best. I often say this. It's the best thing in the world. It's the hardest thing in the world. Let's encourage. We, we like, like, we raise a, um, to raise a child, you need a village, you heard that phrase? We need a church to raise our children, okay? But we also need a church to, to strengthen our marriages. So ask, if you're single, don't feel bad, it's like, hey, how's it going? How's, how's married life? I, I, I'd love to get married one day, I wonder what's it like, yeah? Um, and let's pray for, the, for those that are married, all right? The church, sadly, worldwide, has got horrific divorce ratings. Yeah. Okay, so we need to really make sure that we honor marriage and encourage marriage. So, like I said, we're going towards this, 1 Peter 2, 17. Honour everyone. Yeah, it's honour absolutely everyone, no matter who they are. Alright? Okay, thanks, Jane. So, that's who. Now what about why? Why do we honour? Let's jump on. Alright, so, a few things here. We honour God because he is our creator. Let's get this fired up. Okay, turn to the person next to you and just go, um, I honour Rory that he's actually getting through the talk to people. <laughs> okay, you can do that, that's fine. <laughs> right. So, here's our creator. Revelations 4 11. Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honour and power. For you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. The Bible is full of the culture of honour. But we honour God. Okay. B, because of his kindness and mercy to us through the cross. Revelation 5 says this, Worthy is a lamb who is slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honour and glory and blessing. Alright? So, because he's our creator, because of his kindness and his incredible mercy to us. See? Because God, because how do So, it's the culture of heaven. And this is just really critical. Um, when you're in heaven one day, and I hope it's many years from now, you will see honour demonstrated in the way it's meant to be. When, I've noticed in, in churches, when we live out the culture of honour, the kingdom of God comes so much more often. Yeah? The, 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 the kingdom of heaven, the Holy Spirit is drawn to the culture of honour. When honour is being expressed, the presence of God comes quickly. When dishonour is being expressed, criticism, gossip, 
negativity. You can imagine the presence that comes to your space. And I've experienced this because I can, I can criticise and be self-righteous far too often. I sense it. It's not sad, we're not the kingdom of I'm breathing. So if, if for nothing else, if you just it's the presence of God in your home, in your workplace, in church, yeah, you want the culture of heaven. And, and we have touched, we've touched on this a few times as a church, particularly through worship over the last couple of years I've noticed. And just before COVID, it was really, I was getting really excited with what was happening. Um, and we've seen some really amazing miracles of God just breaking out and just impacting lives and ministry time being powerful and not just going through the motions of church. And I just, I just want to again, although we're a charismatic, sort of free, quite free church um, to some degree, we can, still get into, we can still get into the rut of religion and schedule and just go through the motions. Oh, here we go, here's Patrick. Yeah, he's on the third song. There's one more. Okay, fourth. Right. Yeah, here goes Monica. There's Susie. Yeah. There's Rory. Technology's not working like usual. Okay, yeah. We can, we just, we, go, we, we can get into that rut, which is why sometimes, and we'll do it again probably in the autumn, um, is break that order, so to speak, sometimes. Not, just so we don't get into the repetitiveness of just going through the motions of church for the sake of going through church. So, yeah? We want to make space for those who make space for God to break up. If we're expressing the kingdom of honour, the presence of God will come quickly. Alright? Right, so we go to the next slide. Um, also, we need to honour ourselves. And this is a really tough one. And I touched on some of that false humility last week. And Moira is not here. Jerry can tell her later and I'll get slapped by Moira. But if you notice, during the, if you were here for the membership meeting after, and I, can't, I think we were honouring Moira and Jeff, probably the, honouring the leaders that we were reaffirming, weren't we? Um, and uh, Moira did this. Yeah. And the reason I challenged her to here, instead of a joke, in the ways, we struggle to receive honour sometimes. Yeah, there's, there's something about it. We feel like, let's sort of get it straight back. Now, that's, that's all well and good. Okay? But like I said last week, can I challenge us just to accept it and go, yes, I am made in the image of God. I have value. And right now, I am being valued by the people around me. And I'm just going to accept it. Not so that I can't walk out the door because my head is too big. Okay? I'm just going to accept it. And like I said last week, in my next quiet time, I'm going to push into the presence of God and say, God, thank you so much for honouring me in front of the church today. When, when, they shed, when they just reaffirmed all my hard work, I just said, God, I value you. And I can only do it by your grace. Not by me or my works, but by your grace. And I, I want to get away. I said last time, I'm going to say it again. I, I really will get cross with you if I hear, oh, it wasn't me. It was all hard. Like I said last time, it wasn't me. Okay. If Moira had said that, then I might have said, Maury, you're amazing. You're not quite perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Jerry could show that, and Beth could show that, and marriages, we could all tell you all of our failures here. But um, my challenge to her was to just, just accept it right there. Okay? And then give it back to her. I'm making, I don't want to bang the point too much, but let's get good at doing that. All right? Just accepting it and saying, thank you. Appreciate that. And then in, in one of my last chapters, we used to do the mantra just for a short while of, so let's say Trina was complimenting me. We would say, okay, well, thanks, Trina, appreciate that. Is there anything else you want to say? <laughs> Is there anything else? Because that's to show that, you know, I can just accept that. No. Now, you'll be careful, because obviously you take it too far down that scale. So, come on, give me on it, give me on it, please. Everywhere, you know, you know, you start asking for it, and you start living on this honour. Because if you, if you live for the praise of others, you will die by their criticism. 
if you live for the praise of what people are doing, you're going to die. But, and I, again, I have to be authentic with you. I have to be honest. Last week when I went home, I had a really bad day. <laughs> we went out for we had a lovely afternoon later because it was our anniversary and date, and that was great. But out of the four hours together, my first hour, I was just complaining to my wife. Not about her. But um, a good friend of, of mine was uh, quite authentic with me. And I think it's point to a man to some degree. Um, but the way he, the, the, they shared it just didn't really encourage me. So it was like, well, um, I'm finding the culture series really boring. I was like, oh, okay, all right. And it was all through sort of humor and other things, really. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't an honoring conversation. And I wasn't that honoring back to them, even though I'd just been preaching about one, one, one hour before. <laughs> and uh, it was like, it wasn't an honoring um, and I didn't like the way you unpacked the script. This wasn't enough script. You weren't centering on the script. Do you know what I mean? It's one thing after another. It's like, bang, bang. It's like, oh my gosh, that must be another like worst <laughs> preacher I've ever gave in my life. And I was really like upset because I'm passionate about, you know, I'm passionate about, I'm passionate about the series, passionate about Chaos and Burner. Um, but the challenge was, how do I, how do we do authenticity well? That's going to unpack that. Wonderful next week, I'm sure. Okay, so how are we real with each other? Because we need to be challenging. Does that make sense? I need, I need to hear. You said that Rory, uh, you said the word okay too much. I noticed that last week. There's no okay, okay. Um, Rory, you didn't. You sort of glossed over. Do you know I mean? So I'm all for the feedback, but we've got to learn how do we do it in such a way that we don't crush the person in the process. Does that make sense? And um, you might have heard in, in business like Jerry Reynolds, you know, the sandwich principle. If you're ever a manager, so they teach you. Say something really nice. Give them the sucker punch. And then say something really nice. <laughs> and the problem is, like, I've been involved in that for 25 years. Like, when I hear the nice thing, I'm like, okay, forget the nice thing, I'm just going to focus on the sucker punch. So you have to do it really well. But just think, when, when we do challenge, let's do it in an honouring way. Yeah? Does that make sense? Okay, so be authentic. Send the person next to you and go, uh, that didn't make any sense to me whatsoever, or that made total sense. You can say that, I don't mind. I won't hear you. Just say that now, just to give yourselves a break from me. <laughs> I can't hear you guys, but say the person next to you and say, that made sense, or I still don't understand. Makes sense. Makes sense. Alright. Okay, Sarah, I need to do one of those cards from my thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay. okay, so if that makes sense, thumbs up. And if it doesn't, I won't be upset. Okay. Alright, makes sense. Alright. Thumbs up if you just want to preach to end pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, my wife got thumbs up. Yeah, okay, thanks. <laughs> Alright. Um, I, 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 I got so hung down on that one. That's going to jump on that Right. So, we honour ourselves because God Himself has made you valuable. Now, for every broken part, every failure where you fall short, you need to know that the cross of Christ covers it. Yeah? There's nothing that you have done or will ever do right, that Christ cannot sort out. There's no card you can give him that he won't turn into an ace and change. No matter how bad a situation, I can say this and I can bring you all up and all have a testimony how God has done the most amazing things. I have done horrific things, made terrible decisions, yet God has restored me every time. Sometimes quickly, sometimes over a long time. Right, so right now, no matter where you are in the world and how you're feeling about your faith, all right, God can bring an ace card into that situation. All right, you've been adopted by a king. I've said it many times. I've said it again. Get it from your heads into your hearts. 
And it's God's will that you know your value. And I've said it so many times, I'm going to do it right now. Um, but you've got to know that you are incredibly valued. If you can live your life like that, it's a very different life. And there's very few people in the world living like that. Very few. But if you can live like that, and in the church as well, if you can live like that, it changes absolutely everything. Okay, so the billion dollar question is this. Who do you think you are? Turn to the person next to you. Say to them. Who, and Patrick, you can talk to Sarah. Yeah. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Alright. It's an interesting one. Who do you think you are? Do you know what so often? It's like this. You have dinner with friends. And what's the first thing when you meet someone for the first time in that group? What do you do? I'm a teacher. I'm a bus driver. I'm a boat driver. I'm a pilot. I'm a SAS soldier. I'm working for the CIA. Sorry, Ari. What do you say? Oh, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> so, so often, so often, it's by the jobs that we do, yeah? But the reason I ask this billion dollar question of who do you think you are is because our behaviour flows from the vision that we have for ourselves. You'll never be more than what you think of yourself. So you think you're a down, useless, whatever, you're just going to live that So I want you to go home today, and that's the one question I want you to take home. Who do you think you are? And then ask God who he thinks you are. Yeah, because your behaviour is going to live out from that. Right, next slide. Which one? Okay, now we honour others, alright, so let's go ourselves, now it's others, because honour releases life. Alright, so I've said it before, I'll say it again. Honour releases life. Exodus 20, honour your father and mother, that your days may be long in the land the Lord your God has given you. Alright, because when we honour others, it demonstrates reverence for God. Leviticus 19, you shall stand up before the grey head and honour the face of an old man, and you shall fear the Lord your God. I am the Lord. So this kingdom culture really is about honouring everything possibly there. Yeah? But it, it brings life. Okay? It attracts inheritance. And like I said before, dishonour, the opposite, attracts uh, dishonour attracts death and negativity and depression and everything else. Alright? Right, so how do we honor? I'm gonna be very quick, I don't worry, I'm just gonna do this a bit faster. So how do we honor? We're giving some examples, let's jump on. Right, so we honor God through worship. We have to go and have that so well, what worship is. Honor him, start your day, start worship song when you're getting ready for work in the morning, yeah? Um, we're battling in Savannah now because she's into all this pop music, which is really fun. Right? So Savannah, let's save the pop music for after school. Let's get a, some, some worship time. It just seeps with the truth of the lyrics to seep into your spirit for the day. Mm. Yeah? Um, we honour God with our money, and Alice is going to have this really well when we the goals of our finances. But let's honour Him with our resources. I'm not just saying just put all your money into the church over here. Not, not, not at all. I'm, I'm challenging tithing, just simply for your own good. Yeah, we, don't, we don't need the money as a church. We're not some big fancy whatever. Like we said before, we're not salaried by the church or anything. Okay, but we'll unpack that more about us But make sure we honour him with our resources. Alright? Honouring each other. Defending Jesus and the gospel. This is a tough one. 
Um, we had Hugh with us, which was really fun for us. So he's, he's a really fun guy to be around. And we went swimming at um, Victoria Hotel. And he got out of the water. He said, oh, I love swimming here. Praise Jesus! <laughs> and everyone, I've got like other expats around, people, and I'm like, oh! Because <laughs> it's, 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 I'm just not from that sort of... I, I don't sort of shout it out the corners because in the environment I'm in, if I do that at school, they would never come to church ever. They just think I'm one of those loony Christians. He's not a loony Christian. He's just got no fear of man. He's much freer than me. I'm struggling with the fear of man. So, okay, so it's quite funny. I was quite challenged by that. I've never got out of a pool before and said, thank you, Jesus. If I was walking on the water, I might say it, but if I went in the water, right. Um, but do you defend Jesus in different places? Yeah? Or are you too embarrassed to defend him? Yeah, if we're ashamed of Jesus, he'll be ashamed of us, says it in scripture. All right. And then living with gratitude. Um, so just be thankful. I always say to my kids when things are difficult, what can we be thankful for? Thank you for 